Good morning. Today's scripture reading is from Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor any anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is the love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it, and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works, everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. Well, good morning and uh, happy Mother's Day to all the, the moms who are joining us today. And we just, uh, we celebrate all the ways that you give of yourself to, to bless our families. This is certainly a very different uh, day, uh, but uh, I, I trust it's still uh, meaningful as we reflect and celebrate upon the uh, upon the mothers in, in our lives. And a special, special hello to my mom, who I'm sure I know is watching, and, uh, and we will uh, talk later today, I am sure. I also want to acknowledge from the outset that Mother's Day can be a difficult day for, for some women and for various reasons. And if today is a difficult day, I, I pray that you will be rooted and grounded in God's love for you. That you will have renewed strength to comprehend what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth, depth of God's love. And that you will be filled with all the fullness of God. I'm usually reminded on Mother's Day of Romans uh, chapter 16 verse 13 and... And, and there in that chapter, the, uh, the writer is, is giving this list of, 
of, of greetings as Paul is greeting different, different people. And he says in verse 13, Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and also his mother, who has been a mother to me as well. And I always think of that verse on Mother's Day as I reflect upon Paul kind of um, alluding to the fact that the mother of Rufus was kind of an adopted mother for him. A woman of influence for sure. And I think it's a reminder to all, to all women who are joining us today that, that you can have a, a positive influence on, on others. That there are people who who need you. And so we celebrate all women who influence and who care and who serve. And, and just let me remind you that your ultimate value is not found in being a mother. but Your value is found in being in Christ. That you're chosen by him and adopted by him. Uh, our our society kind of you know loves Mother's Day. We make a big deal out of Mother's Day, and uh, you know in previous churches I, I've pastored, there's always been this kind of uh, everyone's been watching their 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 watches on Mother's Day morning in church. Everyone is anxious to get out to a restaurant and celebrate, and so I, I hope you've perfectly timed your takeout uh, today. That's being that's being delivered uh, to to your home. No no skipping out early on the sermon to answer the 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 uh, the door for takeout. And so, you know, Mother's Day is a bit of a big deal and and there there can be this kind of romanticized version of 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 Mother's Day that that uh, that we we kind of uh, look to. But the truth is mother motherhood is hard. Parenting is hard. Raising a family is is uh, is tough. Uh, a young mom by the name of Kathy was participating in a, uh, a parenting class at her church, and she explained to her six-year-old daughter, Kayla, that she was taking a course to help make her a better mommy. And the next, the next Sunday after church, Kayla became upset. She had a complete meltdown, had a tantrum because she was not getting her way, something I'm sure... Many of you can relate to. Both parents tried to calm her, but with tears streaming down her face and in a loud voice, Kayla announced to her mother, you told me you were taking a course to make you a better mommy. Well, I want you to know it's not working. It's not working. You, you may feel as though there are some things not working in your life. And I want to tell you this, that no matter what you think that you need right now in life, whatever gift, ability, whatever quality you think is lacking in your life, your greatest need is Jesus. Your greatest need is to rest in him, to sit with him, to delight in him, to come to him. And so I want to read to you Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. Listen, listen to, uh, to God's word. 
Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then, with confidence, draw nearer to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. Now this passage describes us all. In verse 15, it talks about weaknesses. And we all, we all have weakness. We all have weaknesses. We're all weak. We may, we may struggle with any number of things. We may, we may struggle with thoughts of not measuring up. We may have feelings of, of guilt over decisions or actions in our lives. We, we may struggle with feelings of inadequacy. Or maybe as parents, you might... Um, you may have these feelings of, of letting your kids down, or maybe uh, you're trying to keep a particular image. Maybe you struggle with destructive, uh, with sin and destructive, destructive habits. And the writer of Hebrews is reminding us that we are all weak people, that we're all deeply flawed people. And, and days, the special days like today, can sometimes heighten these feelings of inadequacy for some people. And so this, this passage may be especially relevant to moms today who struggle under the weight of trying to be a better mom. Maybe, maybe you've had feelings, um, days where you felt like Irma Bombeck who once said, when my kids become wild and unruly, I use a nice, safe playpen. And when they're finished, I climb out. You know, what, 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 what is it you need to hear today? Do you need to hear about how you can become a better mom? Do, do you need to hear about 10 steps to... Uh, you know, finding your, your dream career or how to succeed in life. I, I think that our greatest need today and every day is to see Jesus more clearly and to really encounter the depth of his grace and his mercy. And as I think about these kinds of special days, I always feel it's my calling to point people to Jesus. You know, the book of Hebrews is a book of um, contrasting themes and images. And, and we're introduced to one of those images here in, in chapter 4. And it's throughout the book. And it's that of, a, that of a high priest. And high priests are prominent throughout, throughout the scripture. And it's a particularly... Uh, important theme and an image in Hebrews. And this was a, a preeminent position, it ref, referring to the, the chief 
chief religious official, this, this main representative between the people and God. And, and, and so Jesus is described as our great high priest. And so there's this sense that Jesus redefined the office. You'll note that phrase in verse 14 where the writer says that Jesus who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God. And so Jesus through his death and resurrection, his, his ascension has made a way for us to be reconciled completely, to become God's fully forgiven and adopted children so that we can be with God in an entirely new way, that we can walk with God in an entirely new way. And the writer of Hebrews wants us to understand that Jesus, unlike anyone else, is able to sympathize with our weaknesses, that he truly understands you like no one else, that he loves you like no one else. Someone wrote that no one on earth before or since has ever been brought through such spiritual desolation and human anguish, and for this reason he can help us in our moments of temptation. He is aware of our needs because he has experienced to the full the pressures and testings of life in this godless world. Now maybe you're saying, really? You know, Jesus understands my weaknesses? You're, you're telling me that he has experienced the kinds of temptations and, and hurts that I have? You really expect me to believe that Jesus can relate to my mess? And I think when you take a closer look at the Gospels, you will be in awe at just how much Jesus can enter into your life and your feelings and, and, and your hurt. And, and many have, have pointed us to the different ways in which Jesus can um, enter into our feelings. I mean, Jesus was homeless. He's, his family thought he was crazy. His best friends turned their, their back on him. One of his closest confidants sold him to be killed for pocket change. He, he stood face to face with the devil and endured all of his demonic tricks. He dealt with death. He endured gossip and slander. He endured suffering for righteousness' sake. He was shamed publicly. He endured periods of hunger. He received criticism of his ministry. His, his disciples didn't get it. He endured complete and utter separation from God the Father so that you would never, ever, ever have to. And Jesus experienced all of these things things and more so that you could look at him and not grow weary or lose heart. And, and so it seems to me that Jesus is uniquely qualified to, to sympathize, to, to understand, to have compassion, to encourage, and, and to give us hope today. Someone wrote that in every area of life, the gospel is the game changer. 
with, with compassion. The gospel breaks into my self-sympathizing tendencies and reminds me that because of Christ's death and resurrection, I get far more sympathy than I deserve. And the gospel proclaims a double swap. That at, at, at the cross, I not only avoid getting the just judgment my sins warranted, but in place of God's wrath, I also receive his adoption, his loving affection, and his compassion for my weakness. Instead of the hostility I earned, I get sympathy as a child of my heavenly father. And so... I want you to see Jesus today. By the help of God's Spirit, I, I want you to see a Savior with a love so vast that He drops into the mundane moments of our weaknesses and our temptation, and He says, I understand you. I have compassion for me. He's a God whom, whom we, who we, we talked about last week who says, you know, look at my wounds. And, and so that's why Hebrews 4.16 gives us this life-changing advice. Let us, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Jesus says, come to me. Jesus says, put your trust in me. And I really believe that what we need today is not more advice on how to be a better mom or dad. Or you don't need to be guilted into doing a better job, you know, pulling up your bootstraps. That'll, that might last a couple of hours. What we, what we truly need is a, a fresh vision of Jesus. Our great high priest who is uniquely qualified to sympathize with all of our weaknesses and feelings of guilt and inadequacy. What we need to do is respond to the invitation to come to Jesus, to delight in Jesus, to sit before him, to rest in the gospel. And because of Jesus and his work, we are invited to think of God as the God of grace and we're invited to come to him. And what God offers you is mercy and grace. He offers you mercy that sets us free from the sin that we might otherwise sink completely into. And he offers us grace that strengthens us to stand and to serve and to love. As Jesse and Kyle come back and lead us in another song, I, I pray that today we will have a fresh vision of Jesus. And may we have a fresh vision that in our coming to Jesus, what we receive from him is mercy and grace. That's what we receive from him. Friends, the greatest news of all, the greatest news for every mom, every parent, every 
every young person, child, everyone who's listening right now. It's the gospel that reminds us that you don't have to be perfect. Christ is. And, and you don't have to be strong because Christ is. And his power is made perfect in your weakness. You don't have to have all the answers because Jesus does and he leads us gently one step at a time. You don't have to perfectly love because Jesus does. And you don't have to be righteous because Jesus is and you stand before God in his righteousness, perfectly whole, completely forgiven. You don't have to carry the weight of your burdens because Jesus is. In fact, he's interceding for you. He carried the weight of the world upon the shoulder, upon his shoulders, and so he can carry, he can carry you. The good news today, friends, is that there's no need to run, hide, or conceal your sin and weaknesses before God. You don't have to pretend that, you know, you're living your best quarantine life right now. You can, you can bring it all. You can bring all you are ever hoped to be at the feet of Jesus. Jesus understands you and he calls you to come to him to believe and to live your life for the glory of God. He invites you to come because what he has for you today is mercy and grace. And so friends, by the work of God's spirit, may you receive the goodness and grace that comes from a God who understands you, who has compassion upon you. And so I return to, to what I said at the very beginning. No matter what you think you need right now in your life, whatever you might think is lacking, your greatest need truly is Jesus. If I am to, to give you one piece of advice today, it's this. Build some margin in your life. Build some margin so that you can just sit with Jesus. Build some margin so that you can rest in him. So that you can just slow down and delight in him. You can feed on his word. So that you can be astonished by his love. And nourished by his grace. Let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Jesus, I pray right now that there will be people who right now will come to you in faith. They'll turn to you right now in this moment. I pray that you'll help us see you as a God of grace. And that by turning to you, we are turning to you full of mercy and grace today. And so we bring all of our weaknesses, we bring our hang-ups, we bring our sin, we bring our feelings of inadequacy and not measuring up, we bring it all to you, 
knowing that you understand us. Remind us of these gospel truths, Lord, that we belong to you, that you are for us, that you love us, that we are completely forgiven and been set free. We're your adopted children. Nothing can separate us from, from your love. And in those moments when we have these overwhelming thoughts that we don't measure up, I pray by the work of your spirit that you will remind us again of your great love, your great grace, your great mercy. We come to you, Lord, today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're, we're going to sing a, a great hymn, one of my favorites. It says, Before the throne of God above. And I just, I just uh, want you to sing this out and just reflect upon the words. Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love. Reflect upon these words. My name is graven on his hands. My name is written on his heart. Verse 2 says, When Satan tempts me to despair and, and tells me of the guilt within the hymn writer says, upward I look and see him there. That's what I encourage you to do. Look to Jesus. Look at him. Re remember that your life is hidden with Christ on high. Friends, come to Jesus. He understands you. You'll find mercy and grace. Let's lift our voice. Let's sing it out. Amen. We have one more thing. It's a, a special Mother's Day prayer uh, from Val Harvey. So I uh, hope you can pray along with Val as she prays these words. God bless. Happy Mother's Day. We have prayed this Mother's Day uh, prayer in the past, and I think it's really a wonderful prayer because it celebrates the joys of motherhood, but also some of the pain that can be associated with Mother's Day. And this year we have additional challenges. We're cut off from each other, but we still can bring our joys and our pains to God. So I hope you find yourself someplace in this prayer, and um, let's pray together. Lord, on this day set aside to honor and remember mothers, we give you thanks for our mothers. We're grateful that you chose to give us life through them and that they received the gift of life from your hands and gave it to us. Thank you for the sacrifices they made in carrying us and giving us birth. We thank you for the women who raised us, who were our mothers in childhood, whether birth mom stepmom, adopted mom, older sister, aunt, grandmother, or someone else. We thank you for those women who held us and fed us, who cared for us and kissed away our pain. We pray that our lives may reflect the love they showed us and that they would be pleased to be called our moms. We pray for older moms whose children are grown, Grant them joy and satisfaction. We pray for new moms experiencing changes they could not predict. 
grant them rest and peace as they trust you for the future. We pray for pregnant moms who will soon give birth. Grant them patience and good counsel in the coming months. We pray for moms who face the demands of single parenthood. Grant them strength and wisdom. We pray for moms who enjoy financial abundance. Grant them opportunity to share with others. We pray for moms who are raising their children in poverty. Grant them relief and justice. We pray for stepmoms and foster moms. Grant them patience and understanding and love. We pray for moms who are separated from their children. Grant them faith and hope. We pray for moms in marriages that are in crisis. Grant them support and insight. We pray for moms who have lost children. Grant them comfort in the resurrection of Jesus. We pray for mothers who have aborted their children. Grant them healing and peace. We pray for moms who gave up their children for adoption. Grant them peace and confidence as they trust in your providence. We pray for adoptive moms and foster moms. Grant them joy and gratitude for the gift you have provided. We pray for girls and women who think about being moms. Grant them wisdom and discernment. We pray for women who desperately want or wanted to be moms. Grant them grace to accept your timing and will. We pray for all women who have assumed a mother's role in someone's life. Grant them joy and the appreciation of others. We pray for those people present who are grieving the loss of their mother. Grant them comfort and hope in Christ's resurrection. We pray for those who serve mothers, like Save the Mothers, Sister Care, Living Rock, Early Year Centers, Atwell Center, and our own MOPS program. Give them wisdom, perseverance, and strength, and compassion to continue their work. In all of this, Lord, we thank you for your great, lavish love to us and pray for your continuing guidance, discernment, patience, strength, and hope. Amen.